0: Welcome to the Real Sisters of Sobriety. We're real sisters and we're real sober. Hosted by the creator and founder of No Booze Babes, Shay Gomez. And her sober sister, Sydney. Let's get real, babes. Welcome back to the Real Sisters of Sobriety podcast. I'm the older sister, Shay. I'm the youngest sister, Sydney. And today we have a very special guest, our middle sister, Sheridan.
1: Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Suddenly
0: you're a regular on the podcast. So um, Sheridan's our middle sister. We love her very much. We've talked about her on the podcast. And then you babes have actually asked a lot of questions like, who is this mysterious sister? What does she think of all of this? So we just wanted to um, bring her on, ask her some questions and kind of just dive right in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: What's your name? Who are you? What's the situation? Okay. Um, I'm Sheridan, the middle sister. I I'm 27. I live in LA, Silver Lake, and I work for a startup. Love it. Okay.
0: So, do you want to get right into it, or should I? I think you should start. Okay. So, obviously, this is the Real Sisters of Sobriety, and you've seen us through it all. Mm -hmm. Um, what is
1: it like having two sisters that are sober? So, I personally think that it's great that you guys are sober and obviously, yeah, have seen you through highs and lows of it. Um, I feel like it could be like I felt judged at sometimes, but it's interesting because not really by Sid ever, but sometimes with Shay in the beginning. So, the reason that I felt judged by Shay, I would say, is because it was probably my thing as well. Cause sometimes I'd go on sober breaks or I'd do something or have a sober drink or a non-alcoholic drink. And just the comments of like, Oh, you're drinking a beer or Oh, you're going to have an alcoholic wine. But, um, I feel like we've kind of gotten through that. And it, it was just kind of nice. Cause we had a big talk about you guys being sober versus me not. And how like, our relationship doesn't have to change. Cause I don't think that my relationship with you guys have changed. I think that maybe just how we interact with alcohol and at that, um, that situation has changed. It's really nice that like you guys really listened to me and that obviously I didn't like some things and I don't know, I feel like we're really great after we had that big chat.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously like you babes know, if you've listened to our podcast in the past, we talked about family dynamics and we talked about Sheridan who we call doodle in that. And we had to have a big talk after that because, you know, we obviously feel a certain way. And then obviously she has her feelings as well. So I think like it was, obviously hard and we felt so bad cause we never meant to hurt you. But at the same time it did open up the conversation for things that we have not talked about. We didn't really know how our sobriety was affecting you. We didn't know how our comments would hurt you. You know what I mean? So like, I think the cool thing about being sober, like, and I'm speaking for myself is that like, you're able to have those open and honest conversations and always have like a clear head about it. And mm-hmm. so you're able to like resolve things. I don't know if you feel the same way.
2: Yeah, I feel the same way, but I also feel like, I mean, Shay's our older sister, so I think she's always not been, like, judgmental, but very, like, critical of what we do, and that's just honestly how she comes off, you know? I think we've all, we both dealt with that, like, our whole lives, you know? So I think especially with sobriety, she was, like, so crazy preachy about it, and I don't know, I just think, I like, sometimes her approach isn't right, and that that's fine, like, we totally talked about it and feel good I feel honestly closer than ever because we weren't talking about it and I don't know why we weren't talking about it
1: it was like the elephant in the room a little bit but I don't think yeah I think that we needed that to happen in order for us to have the bigger discussion and really like go one by one on different things and like talk about it and how it made me feel yeah and how you guys felt about it because I think that's kind of what it's about it's like communication and I mean I feel like most fights with anyone and whether it be your partner, your sister's family, it's like communications, it, c- communication issues. Totally. Communication is key.
0: Um, so you kind of talked about, you mentioned that you've taken like kind of sober breaks is what you refer to them as, mm-hmm. like just breaks from booze. Yeah. What has inspired you in the past to take a break from booze? Is it like, Oh, it's a dry January. And that's like a common thing. Or is it like, Hey, like I had a kind of rough night and like, I want to just take a
1: break or yeah, for your mental health or, mm-hmm. well, I, um, for a while, um, my, I was dating someone in Australia and so I was really depressed cause I was in the States and he was in Australia. And so then I took a break because I was just feeling so depressed every day. And like, I kind of saw myself like having a drink and not eating and kind of like that, I feel like I could catch myself. And so I took a break for like about three months, I think. And that was just really nice. Um, Cause I think I was just going through some other like mental health issues and I didn't need that to be included. And then other times I would say it is when, um, I always tell myself like, do you know that Taylor Swift song? That's like, you need to calm down <laughs> yeah. being too loud. I remember like I'd have some party days and I'm like, Cher, you need to calm down. So, um, even I told Shay that I went to a festival cause I go to so many festivals when we're not in COVID And I did a sober festival and it was great. It was super fun. And it kind of was just, I feel like with festivals drinking and like other things are really involved or people think they have to do them. And for me, it was really nice to experience like EDM music when you're just sober and dancing. Cause I feel like what's special about the three of us is that sober or not like we're pretty, I mean, probably more sober, we're more fun because we're just like fun, happy people.
0: Yeah. And we love to dance. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. we hit the dance floor and we are like living our full dreams and doodle, um, Sheridan, like you're a big person who loves like music. Like you're really big Mm -hmm. into like the music industry and different bands and like you are a dancing machine. Mm -hmm. Um, so did you decide to go to that festival sober or like, how did that happen? It wasn't like a sober festival, which I (laughs) wish those existed.
1: I know they do have, um, like sober groups though. Like on Facebook and stuff for festivals Mm. because my work we work with festivals and stuff as well, so I'm usually going there. And I think that, um, I was talking to you, Shay, before and it was the same thing. I was feeling really depressed. I think I I was going through a lot of mental health issues, I think, at the same time that I couldn't and um I just didn't need like something on top of that of feeling shitty the next day Mm -hmm. if I like drank too much or um, so I think that for me, that was like the big thing when I've taken a break is either like my mental health or, um, what was it before? Um, your relationship Well, uh, or... Like, or, oh yeah, I, I'm just partying too much. Cause I mean, if I like go out in LA, kind of like what you were saying and you're like, oh, that, that was a big night and like, you need to s- stop. You know yeah
0: just have like a little bit of a break like that's yeah. always when I did like those breaks, like, oh, dry January, dry whenever I, it was always after like a holiday party that I drank too much or mm-hmm. I did something that I regretted or something that made me fearful, um yeah. and then I took enough time to be like, oh no, like I'm a fine person, like almost proved to myself like oh wait i'm I can' control myself for a month. I think where my problem was I was like, okay, like I can't keep doing this because it's like tarnishing um it was tarnishing my mental health and just like my well-being overall yeah
2: that's really weird I I never like took a break like I always just kept drinking and then I'd be like oh I'm gonna take a few days off I never took like long period breaks I feel like that's weird like I mean that's not weird but like I feel like you guys were always doing breaks and I was just still drinking like I never really (laughs) realized I was like oh I could take a break and like focus on myself but I never did I was just kept drinking or like drinking less or whatever it was
0: well, it's weird. I mean, not weird. It's awesome that, like, you didn't do any of those breaks. Like, you literally just broke up with things yeah. for good. And you're like, and here I am. Welcome to the that's party. Like, yeah. that's I feel like, like
2: I literally, that's, like, so just, like, what, I don't know my mindset is. Like, veganism. I was like, okay, I'm done. I was like, I'm done eating meat. Mm. But it's, I don't know, it's strange. Like, I wish I would have taken those breaks. Like, I feel like that time in between for me drinking would have made me realize, like, oh, who I am. What am I doing? Like, what mm-hmm. I'm focused on. But instead, I was, like, in such a blur for such a long time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously like it's I think it's so nice obviously we're all really close. Mm-hmm. Um but like do you ever did you ever feel like left out because like Sid and I obviously bonded over this but um over getting sober like did you ever kind of feel like oh like I am not. So
1: no, I think that I only felt left out when I heard that podcast mm-hmm. cuz it was like the first time seeing how you guys felt but I never felt left out um so, yeah, I feel like for me, I, that's why I was kind of like taken back. Cause I was like, oh, I didn't know there was like a divide between us. But I know that after we talked about it, there's no divide. It just I think I thought that's how it sounded when I heard the, the family podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, so I know that you've tried some like non-alcoholics and stuff because- mm-hmm sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to drink all the time. And or like, oh, I'm going over to my girlfriends and like everyone's going to be drinking. and like, I just don't want to drink too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any like favorite non-alcoholics that you've
1: tried? I have to say the Athletic Brew Oktoberfest. It's legit, it's right? It's so good. So my boyfriend now, he loves it too. And it was funny because we were like going on a camping trip and um, we were driving and drinking it, but we're like, woo, we can drink it and drive. And he really likes Um, the non-alcoholic because a lot of times I'll bring it over to his house but of course we're in COVID but like if um he's drinking or his friends are drinking I would bring like um a pack of Budweiser and um the zero the zero alcohol one and um I just came over one day and I like he had drink and like a lot of them because he likes them yeah so I was like that's kind (laughs) of nice he really enjoys them too so It was so funny. funny. I saw, so they have like this awesome van um,
0: because her boyfriend's a musician. And I literally saw the athletic brews like in your cup holders. I was like, okay, live your dreams. It also made me happy too, because Sheridan mentioned like, oh yeah, I want, you know, I I really like those Oktoberfests. So I kind of brought her like a variety pack of Mm -hmm. different non-alcoholics. And I was like, I don't know this. It made me so happy to be like, oh wow, she's actually drinking them. Cause you know, I think sometimes I'm like, oh, try this or try that. Cause I'm so excited about them. Mm -hmm. But just to see that you actually were like, drinking them and enjoying them I was like oh she's so
1: happy yeah I really like them so that was really sweet too when you did that she came over and brought like a whole goodie bag of different non-alcoholic ones we liked the um milkshake one as well oh yeah, surprisingly weird we good sorry because I I thought it'd be weird with the name and it was really good
0: yeah it's not what do you expect I did a sober sips on that and I was like what like I thought it was gonna be like creamy
1: milkshake but it was like a legit IPA yeah it was delicious I know I was trying to write, I was taking pictures of them when, um, throughout the thing, because I wanted to remember them for next time if I want. Cause I feel like for me, um, the beers that I've tried are pretty on point, especially with like IPAs. They really are similar versus like the actual hard alcohol for me. I haven't really noticed like mm-hmm. it being the same.
0: Yeah. Um, so I know we've talked a lot about like what alcohol did to us. Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, cause we're sisters and I don't know, maybe I'm totally making this up. I'm not a scientist or anything, but um, that like,
1: I experienced blackouts
0: a lot. Like, do you experience that drinking? Like?
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely throughout college blacked out so much and I, I really like, I feel like in college, it's like, everyone's like, woo, yeah, I'm going to black out tonight. And I'm like, who would say that now thinking back to, I'm like, who wants that? And, um, yeah, I definitely experience blackouts, and that's really scary for me. And so, usually, after I blackout or something like that, I like will step step back and like try to figure out, I don't know, it's really interesting, Cause for me, it happens when like I've been drinking a little bit and like been fine, and then there's just one time where I just go over, yeah, or something, and honestly, yeah, like it's not good, and yeah, I feel like a lot of anxiety comes from it. And at the same time, it's never a good thing when you black out. Like the other day I got mad at Grayson for nothing. And oh yeah, Grayson's my boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, what is happening? Like I was mad at him for something that his friend did. So it was just- While you were drinking? Yeah. you were saying? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It's like everything's so amplified too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, my problem was like, there was no line. It's not like, oh, I had three drinks and mm-hmm. I black out. Like it depended on the day it depended how much I ate or all of these things. But yeah. I feel like I've met people that have never blacked out. And I'm like, what? Because like all three of you us know. kind of grew up like experiencing black we thought out. It was so normal. I it, totally. You,
1: Grayson doesn't black out either. And he like, which is great and appreciate that. But um, it's just embarrassing because if we have a drinking night and then I black out and like say something weird, I'm like, I'm actually horrified because he told me like a long time ago we went, um to like a dinner party drink too much wine wine I'll never have again after that dinner party like oh I won't God. have red wine and I told him I loved him and like that was the first time that I'd said it to him and he just told me he's like oh yeah I remember that you you said it that thing I'm like oh, that sucks because who wants to say to their boyfriend that they love them for the first time blacked out so yeah things I mean it's definitely not good and it's definitely a trait that I feel like could be genetic I've honestly looked it up before Mm -hmm. but yeah same thing it's like usually like I'm okay with like two beers or three beers but yeah I feel like hard alcohol is really scary and wine there's no no going back on that so
2: I feel like I was like always experimenting too like I was like oh well last time I drank this I was Mm -hmm. fine but the time before this I wasn't like it's just so weird how you were like I was trying to make it okay and, like, to make it, like, oh, I won't black out if I do this, but then, like, mm-hmm. I would, like, yeah. it's, like, there's no real thing, yeah, you'd be it's, like, like, oh, I ate this much today. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like we all literally had the same drinking patterns, like, mm-hmm. it would, like, be a slow process, and I, mm-hmm. I just, like, see it in all of us, you know? Well, to like a lot of times
1: people don't know that I am, which is scary, and then I'll, like, but I'll be, like, I mean, I'm a pretty nice person, so... I, I'll be a little like snappy to like who I'm around or something. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a scary thing because I, I remember, I think I, I told you guys this, I got myself in a really dangerous situation when I was blacked out and I got into a Uber, but it wasn't a real Uber. And then like the guy dropped me at home, but groped me. And so after that I had like filed police report and like, it, that was really scary for me. And like, I could have, could have taken me so yeah yeah, it's definitely scary um I think that I'm getting better at it with age but yeah I think that at the same time it's like one night you don't even know and then you're like I'm fine I'm fine and then it gets all of a sudden it hits
2: yeah I feel like your relationship with alcohol has changed a lot I mean obviously all of ours has like we went from I mean I went from visiting you at UCSB to getting Mm -hmm. like blacked out for me to be like the crazy one and stuff at like a young age and then seeing you like, oh, I'm just gonna have like a few like glasses or whatever. It's like maturity drinking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that
0: make sense? Do you think that like, since we've like, since we're sober and obviously with no booze babes and all of these things, like, have you seen a shift in your drinking or your thinking about drinking? Um, Because we're so like, Free yeah, sober, <laughs> like we freaking love it. You know, like, does it mm-hmm. make you kind of like second
1: guess or, you know what I mean? No, I think that it's all, it's made me like be able to get those beers that are non-alcoholic and bring them to things and be like, I could still enjoy my time. I like really didn't know about any beers that were non-alcoholic at all until you kind of opened my eyes. And, um, so that's really nice, but yeah. yeah just to know you have options if you're yeah. like, I don't want
0: to drink or, Hey, I'm going to like have one regular drink and then I'll drink non-alcoholic.
1: So, or- yeah. So I don't know. It's definitely, um, I feel like with you guys, it's been better almost because um, I know my options and stuff. Oh, we actually had one of the babes ask one of our listeners
0: um, if you think that you would ever like n- stop I drinking.
1: I honestly don't think right now, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and that's, there's I've, no right or wrong answer. Yeah, I've stopped for a little bit, like I said, and it's been good. But sometimes I don't know we'll see, but I really don't think that I could do forever. Yeah. That's what I thought. But look at me now. Hello. I also
0: have a question, um, from your point of view, cause I think, you know, getting sober has opened our eyes to so many things, but especially the glamorization of alcohol, mm-hmm. like how many ads are shown on TV, how many ads are on freaking Instagram? Like, yeah. do you, are you even like aware of that? Or like maybe because of no booze babes and
1: everything, you are more aware of it or like, what do you, yeah, I think I told you the other day or we were in your Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I know that's how you brought it up because yeah. you um, it. Well, I just think drinking, like you said, like has been so glamorized and it's really not good. Um, Kind of how we were talking about like how blacking out and like blacking out is really bad for your brain even. Mm-hmm. Like I've looked that up because obviously like it blacked out a lot and it's really bad for your brain. So I saw like a really popular um, Instagram post something about blacking out. I forget what it was. It's really interesting because during the holidays, I feel like there's so much more. I'm like, like drinking not- increases so much. Yeah. In the holidays. And I'm not really on Instagram that much anymore. Like I deleted the app, but I feel like I had seen so much tied to like, drinking in thanksgiving drinking at this or Mm -hmm. being with relatives and drinking and um yeah i think that it's not cool to glamorize it especially for young girls and that's why i think that your page is so great because it's like gives people like the opportunity to see like some great girls that are just not not drinking and like having a blast and i don't know it's funny because um my friend's boyfriend doesn't drink and we went camping with them. And, um, we were like, oh, Grayson and I were making margaritas and they're like, oh, do you you guys want a margarita? And then he's like, oh no, I don't drink. And he's like, hashtag no fun club. And I told Grayson after I was like, it's really weird that he kept saying no fun club. Like when talking about drinking, cause I was like, we really don't care. We wouldn't mind if you didn't drink. And I don't think that's a good way to like say it's just, it's like putting yourself down for choosing not to drink, but it's actually like cool not to drink. Like we yeah. did, and we totally respect anyone. I don't know. I feel like we're not, no one's like, I'm not a pusher to, for anyone to drink or anything. We were just yeah. offering because we went on this couple's um, trip and we didn't know that they, that, that he didn't drink. But yeah, I just, I was kind of annoyed that he kept saying that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a defense mechanism. Like I'm sure he's gotten
0: so much shit from people that he's like, I'm just going to beat them to the punch because I don't want them to like, you know, make me feel like shit. Like I'd rather put myself down, which is obviously terrible. Like self-deprecating is not the answer. Yeah. Um, I think you should be so proud of it, but that is so interesting. And it's interesting yeah. too, that you even just like noticed that. Um, and we're aware like, damn, he's like really being negative about not drinking. Like it's, it's cool. Like to have that he has, or, you know, they have friends like you because you're like, Oh, it's cool. Like we're yeah. fine. You know, because not, all people are like that or as accepting and obviously that's probably why he's responding that way
1: yeah for sure yeah it's just interesting I think also too with um work because I work in like events in that industry like my company has been very drinking related and that has made me even be like I don't like this and I don't want um this to be like because we have like work parties every month mm-hmm. and it was like crazy We'd have open bar and stuff and like I don't know. I think that last year I would like put myself in situations that I I shouldn't have with drinking and stuff, and um, in that environment. So that was another thing in my head to be like, you can't. I don't know. Like, let's get smarter about this. I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that brings up a good point. Like we've touched a little bit on holiday parties and stuff, and I think like obviously the open bars are so tempting, and Mm -hmm. we've talked about how like we couldn't control ourselves. I definitely couldn't. I was like, oh, it's free. I'm just gonna like drink Mm -hmm. as much as I can, and however long we have here.
1: Um, Or I was gonna say like we're social drinkers. I feel like all of us, like I don't really drink when I'm not with people at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that it's more not even like, oh, I need to get another drink. It's more like I can have how many drinks I want. So I'm gonna have a conversation with someone and like I'll sip it down instead of like nurturing it if you're buying like a $20 cocktail and -hmm. then go get another one. And so it's like, for me, a lot of times I saw in social situations, if I like saw a bestie and we were like having beers and we just had like a five hour conversation that turned into like being super drunk. Yeah. And
0: sense. you don't even like realize. Cause I mean, yeah, I was, I was like you and I was not keeping track or anything. Do you think like, okay, so you kind of work with, you know, festivals and different events and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What's like some advice you would give to like a babe that loves to go to festivals and loves to like go to these concerts or these things that are usually surrounded by like drinking and really drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, is there any advice since you are so in that um, for how to like, I don't know, stay strong
1: and not drink. Like, are there options at the festivals? Like not really, but it depends. There's different festivals. So some people, some festivals you can bring in your own drinks and some festivals they have like um they have people there that you have you can't bring in your own drinks. So, I would say um for the ones that you can bring in drinks, just bring non-alcoholic because it's kind of the same thing like something in your hand. Mm-hmm. And then two, um if like there are vendors just getting like lemonades and stuff. I don't know. I feel like for me it's like always having something in your hand and then because um, when I did I did Cross festival. I don't know if anyone on here knows it. it's like in San Diego and it's a big festival where people do drugs and people are drinking and a lot of people were so surprised that I wasn't. Um, but I think that you just have to own that sobriety at that festival, whether it be for a festival if you're just a sober babe. Um, I think you just have to own it and go in just having friends that support you as well. Cause my mm-hmm. friends were That's drinking awful. and stuff, but they weren't like trying to push anything into mm-hmm. me. Like they like some people that I met were like, oh my gosh, like you're not going to have a drink. And I was like, no. And I think that just owning that and kind of like owning that you can still have fun there. It's like showing people that because I was still dancing up a storm. I probably had more energy than everyone. And so I think that that would be the big thing, just going in and being confident in yourself. But it, I think it would be really hard because those places, festivals are so usually much stimulus and stuff. Yeah but usually like the lights and stuff too. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like I'm sober, but I feel high because of you're everyone's energy. And stuff. I don't know. So um, I don't know, that one's a hard one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But I would just say, try to be confident in yourself. I also
2: know that uh, my friend, she goes to a lot of music festivals and she does AA and they have tents there for AA people mm-hmm. and you can like group. And like, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you can go there and like talk about how you're feeling. So it's really cool. I don't know if every music festival has it, but it's just kind should. of a good thing to know. Like, look into that yeah. if you're going to a music festival That's and feeling overwhelmed place. because you you have a group there.
0: Mm-hmm. Suddenly, we're making a No Booze Babes tense at the festival. Yeah, really. Um, One last thing, just talking a little bit more about your, like, holiday party and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you ever, like, pitch to your company, like, hey, like, let's add, like, a non-alcoholic or two so that if people decided, hey, I don't want to drink tonight, that'd be awesome, or, hey, I'm driving and I... Want to be safe, like mm-hmm. if you guys had there's so many
1: cool like alcohol free
0: spirits and yeah bubblies,
1: and well, it's interesting because we're having like a virtual Christmas party this year, and um they're doing like a wine tasting because every year they do like a wine tasting and they're doing like wine with cheese, and so um on the survey, you can fill out like yes, I drink or no, I don't, and they're gonna send them um other options, but I'm curious, I'll ask our uh manager who um like coordinates it if she's doing like what kind of non-alcoholic wine or what they're kind of going to give the people that don't drink. Cause that'd be interesting, but it was nice to see that on there as an option Yeah, that's because great. I feel like some other times that wouldn't be on there. Um, but I've definitely even like suggested to the company that like, Hey, maybe our parties or like bonding times. Shouldn't be around drinking mm-hmm. in general? Because I think all of us would like to go on a hike. We'd like to go rock climbing. Like there's so much more to do than just like being in an environment with your people that you work with and like mixing alcohol, it just creates a lot of issues and problems. And. Oh my gosh. I remember you told me that
0: there were some fights like that broke out at your, like when your retreats or something like. didn't, didn't no?
1: Oh no. No. <laughs> but there is like a lot of weird stuff that happens because when people, people say are drunk, stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then like you have to work you with yeah. Or, um, yeah, I, 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 there's been weird stuff with me that, um, has been really, I don't know, just interesting because, I, I had to talk to HR about it and I was like, we're just put in a really weird situation because mm-hmm. people are drinking and like some people are drinking more than others. Some aren't. And then if like you're somewhere in the, I don't know, it was just, it was a weird situation yeah. basically. No, I mean,
0: I'm glad. Yeah. But, you spoke um, up
1: and everything, but yeah, like- I talked, yeah, I had to talk to her and I was like, I don't just don't think that this is like a, a cool environment to have all these people drinking and then, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like so controlled people, and yeah. And like, you don't know everyone in your office and some people are sleazy or some people <laughs> are, you know, it just, yeah. it's just different. All right. So
0: while we wrap this up, one more question, what advice would you give someone who is a sibling of someone who is sober or trying to get sober just mm-hmm. to
1: support them? I would say definitely have that conversation in the beginning. I feel like that would make, I kind of like what Sid said, like, we're so much close. not that we weren't close, but it definitely was some type of like weird thing in the mm-hmm. air. And so like having the conversation of how you guys both want to interact with each other, not just like the one that's not sober and the one that is sober. And then obviously just being a cheerleader for them because I think that that it's great if they're cho- like choosing a sober life and never, I don't know, pushing them or judging them or I don't know. So, yeah, Things like that because that's really important, but I would say, yeah, the conversation around it would be great just for communication. Cause I feel like, um, on both sides, there could be things that people want to be treated like, if that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. Yay. Thanks doodle so much. We've been wanting to get doodle on the podcast and we're so glad that you joined us. We love you so much. Babes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the real sisters of sobriety podcast. I'm Shay. I'm Sydney. And I'm Sheridan. Keep it real, babes.